it's about setting an event-based goal. If you have an event that you're working towards, that's fantastic. If you have a triathlon or a 5K or any kind of event for physical activity that you're working towards, if you're trying to lose weight, just train for a 5K, you know, just start training towards something. And it's actually going to help you get to the gym because arbitrary goals have arbitrary outcomes. Absolutely. You never know when you achieve your outcome because you never, <laughs> you never set a goal. So remember this. And welcome back to Five Ideas. I'm your host, Joey Nagel, along with Rich Clay. If you don't know what Five Ideas is, welcome to the show. You can check out the first episode to learn all about the five ideas, and you can check out our website, fiveideas.co, but I'll save you the whole introduction on this episode because today we're talking about goals and events and why sometimes when you set a goal and don't have an event or a timeline that you're working towards, you can literally just be working towards nothing and it feels like you're working towards nothing. And so you never, you're working towards nothing and you achieve it every time. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you reach your goal. Yeah, the your goal was nothing. Zero, right? Yeah, remember when you came to me? Yeah. And said- uh, A month ago or two, month, or two months ago. I want to get in the best shape of my life. Yep. And what did I say? He said, you need an event. He's like, if you're just going to the gym, and I was going to the gym kind of consistently, but I wasn't, I was going through a routine. I didn't really have any, I'm not trying to run faster mm -hmm. or farther or anything. I'm just trying to work out for 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. But I wasn't working towards anything. And yeah. what did you suggest? Well, events, I, I, I suggest all my clients, no matter what it is, whether it's physical improvement, financial improvement, dates, times, accountability. So with Joey, we just said, why don't you do a 5K? Yeah. And it's this many months down the road, so now you have to train for it. You have to put in the miles. You have to figure it out. You you start to get familiar with a whole different school of people. And 5K is not that big a deal, but if you've never done one before, it is. Yeah. And the event, I learned some things. <laughs> it, yeah, we'll, let you, we'll, we'll hear about that in just a minute. You did learn some things, but that's part of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to learn some things. So, But what the event does, it just motivates you to stay on track mm -hmm. so you don't, after uh, three or four days, go, well, not seeing any improvement. I don't know where this is going. And we also included four other guys with you. Yeah. So now you got peer pressure. Yep. How'd that feel? That, it, it made me, it actually made training fun which was really cool because before if I'm running on a treadmill pointlessly, it's mm. not fun. And mm. as you know from the habits episode that if you want a habit, it has to be fun and repeatable. And it made running really fun and knowing I was running with guys and I did some training runs with, with some of the guys that ran it. And um, it just, it made the whole thing like a, a sports event. Yeah. Like when you're a kid and you're playing sports, it's actually fun. You don't even know you're working out, but you're working out. Yeah. You and know? you did great and you finished. Yeah. And and the goal. And you're repping the shirt right now. Yeah. YMCA yeah. spring chicken. And and oftentimes the goal is just to finish. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not to win it. I mean, if you have a goal to win it, great, go for it. But yours was to, to finish. And I think you ended up taking second place in your age category. I did. So it was all good, right? It was all good event. It was fantastic. There was some, and this actually, this actually is probably deeper than I'm gonna make it out to be. But there, I had a crucial, crucial error when I was training for my event, and it, 
I didn't even realize it till after the event, but something very, 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 very crucial that I guess I did, wouldn't have ever known um, until I did the event. And so some things learned, but my watch mm. was not calibrated properly. Okay. So okay. I thought I was running a mile when really it was like 0.75 miles. Oh. Whoa. And yeah. so. And you I'm were like, training that I, way? I was training that way, had no idea. And I'm like, man, I'm doing good. I thought, yeah. you know, but I'd never really trained for an actual 5K. So by the time I got to the 5K, it was harder than I thought it was going to be yeah. because I'd never fully trained for it. And when I did complete it, I was actually pretty disappointed because I'd been going against an inaccurate time. Mm -hmm. But I was disappointed and I'm like, man, that wasn't, that wasn't what I was hoping for. It was actually pretty far off, like mm -hmm. seven minutes off from what I was hoping for. And, um, you know, when whenever you get into something new, there's there's sometimes a learning curve, and you yeah. want to make sure you're you know you're accurately learning and whatnot. But then later, I thought about it. And I'm like, that was still the fastest I've ever ran, even comparatively to my training. Wow! So that that really that really pumped me back up to be like, you know, it was I still did. A win. I still hit my goal of getting in the best shape yeah. of my life for my heart and like cardiovascular yeah. function. I'm like, right. I've never done that before. I've never ran that far right. and that fast. Right. And I may not be in the best shape of mm -hmm. humanity, but I'm in the best shape of my life. And mm -hmm. that was my goal. And I trained for, I had something to train for, an event to train for, and it helped me achieve my goal. Yeah. Even though my goal was to get in the best shape of my life, but my real goal was to run the spring chicken 5K. Yeah. And they went hand in hand. And I had a time and a date to be in the Ooh. best shape of my life, which was huge. That's great. And think, and, and we're, we're going to come back to this, but we're going to talk about that. I want to go back to that. I okay. Wanna, I want to talk about um, watches and uh, com bike computers and things that gauge uh, for those uh, you techies that are really into that. But before we do, think of this for a moment. Had you not run that event, right, you would still be calculating mm -hmm. on, on false wrong, data. On false data. Yep. So that event, it bring whenever you do an event, it brings something out. Oh, my my shoes weren't the best. My my socks were not on right. I didn't have the right hydration. And and for a 5K, you can pretty much get around get get away with anything. But if you're gonna run a 10K or a half marathon, you know, nutrition, hydration is really, really important. Yeah. And, and I I will I'll I'll say this too, because I'm coming off something very similar. Um Back in the fall, late fall, and then early this year, I went through two surgeries. Mm -hmm. And so to make sure uh, that I didn't lay around and feel sorry for myself, I scheduled a sprint triathlon at the end of April. Yes. And I was cleared to start working out in March. So that gave me two complete months to work out. So I went down to Florida, did a sprint triathlon with my son, daughter-in-law. had a great time. But the point is, I knew I couldn't slack. Mm -hmm. There can be no slack. I can't sit around and go, well, you know, I just had surgery. I probably should take it easy. <laughs> because one of the most important things, really, even after surgery, is you get the blood flowing and the body moving, yes. if, if you can. Yep. Doctor recommended. So what kind of watch do you have? I have an Apple Watch Series 8, which is technically, comparatively against 
many watches on the market, supposedly the most accurate, but I had one crucial setting. Yeah. Not on. Yeah. Which is motion and calibration. Look it up. <laughs> and and I'm not and I'm not promoting that. I, I would probably have the Apple too, um, if somebody bought me one. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> but but I have the Garmin Phoenix yep. and I love it. It was actually a gift. And I love it. It's fantastic. But here's the point. How how much is having that around your wrist? How much has it helped you? with your workouts it's actually it's helped me tremendously hmm. because it's motivation like i know what i'm actually accomplishing i've actually burned you know it tells me how many calories i'm burning in a day and that has tremendously shifted i'm not just going to the gym to throw weights around i'm going to the gym to burn x amount of calories because part of my goal right now is to lose weight. That's not some people's goal. Some people's is to gain weight or maintain. But for my current situation of losing weight, um, it's been tremendous to, to have it. But it's also been a little bit of a handcuff to on the other side of things of like if I don't hit what I wanted my goal to be, I feel kind of like a slave to it. Okay. So there's there's two sides. I would say the good outweighs the bad. Yeah. Well, we're talking about some goals, right? We're talking about goals. Yeah. So everyone knows this, that part of setting good goals is to be able to track them. Absolutely. Actually, this is my home screen. I don't know if, I don't know if that's going to, I'll hold it close to my face. I don't know if you can see it or not, but my home screen, it, all it shows me is my calories, my macros, my exercise, and then my, my list of routines for my day. Um, because I put track, I actually put tracking my health and fitness goals at the forefront of it, my phone, but really my life, you know, mm. to, to, because I, I know that if I'm like Rich said in one of our episodes and in our book, if he's not alive, he's no good for his family. He's no good for the kingdom. He's no good for anything if he's dead. And right. so he put health and fitness as number one. And I've really, you know, I've done that too, and the only way I've ever been successful is by tracking what I eat, tracking what I do. Yeah, you have to know. If you don't know, you're not. You don't even know where you are on your goal, like on your goal spectrum. You know. So you know, a client will say, "I have a goal to get out of debt." Everyone does. Yeah. So how are we going to do that? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So when we plan ahead, okay, in six months I want to pay off three credit cards, and by the by the end year, um, I want I want to have this paid off, school bill, whatever it is. That's what we're talking about today, about event-based goal setting. Event-based goal setting. It just it's overlooked. It 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 is. And it and it anybody can do it. You don't have to go, I'm gonna run a marathon or do an I've never done an Ironman triathlon. I'm going to but I'm starting small. Mm -hmm. So, but event based is what's going to get me there. Cause I'm going to, I've done a sprint, then I'll do an Olympic and then I'll do a 70.3 and then I'll do the Ironman. Yep. Incremental, but, it, but it's an event based. So, I mean, that's where I am finding people get the most help from is when they set an event and set a time and they go after that Especially that first one, because then it tells you where you're at. You get a little bit of a baseline. Yep. And how can you 
like think back to a time maybe you were saving for a car versus just some people like maybe sometimes you have a goal i want 10 grand in the bank account right it might some people might be really bent towards just saving and that's really easy but a lot of people especially in this consumer economy it's like hard to just save for no reason but if you're saving for a car it could be a little easier because that's an event-based goal and if you're like i want to have a car by the summer or by the end of the summer a lot of people get summer jobs they save as much as they can they work hard so they can get that car in the fall um, when they're going back to school or whatever what would be an one question that just came to my mind how would what would actually be an event-based goal for paying off debt because it could that could be arbitrary i think but i think that's a huge topic and thought that people have like how could you set a event-based goal for paying off debt say i've say i have 20,000 in debt mm-hmm. and i want to pay it off if i just say i want to pay off my 20k in debt that's not an event-based goal really it's just kind of like i want to lose 20 pounds right you know what's the what's the what kind of event can i set up for myself for paying off debt cuz that's one of the largest problems in america it is it is over and over again right and yeah. so and, and that's a great question. And the answer to that is what motivates a person? What is the event? Because if if the 5K wouldn't have motivated you, you wouldn't have done it. True. But it did. <laughs> True. Even though you didn't know what you're getting into, it motivated True. you. So what is going to motivate a person? And what type of event is going to motivate them to want to uh, you know, pay off that debt and work off that debt? And... And then you 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 go at it, and back to my style of coaching, I'm a firm believer in rewards. Mm-hmm. So you reward and celebrate. So what are you going to do at the end of that event to reward and celebrate yourself? I always have something in mind I'm going to do to reward and celebrate. Wow. So let me ask you, what would be a motivating event for you if you were trying to pay off debt? If I was trying to pay off debt, I would be like, man, if I could uh, maybe simultaneously while I'm paying off my debt, I'm also putting building a little vacation fund on the side. Mm-hmm. So when my debt's completely paid off, mm-hmm. we're going on vacation for a week or two weeks mm-hmm. to celebrate the freedom of that debt being paid off and paying for the vacation not on debt. Yes. So like that would be huge. And then then you could put that on the calendar. Like we're going to... Disneyland or wherever, California or Hawaii, we're going here on this date and we need to have our debt paid off and we need to have a savings account. And based upon the numbers I'm running, we can do it. Yeah, I like that. And it's the reward system as well. You built it right in. I I love that. Probably what I would do too, I would say as soon as I get this debt um, paid off, I'm going to reward myself with some type of adventure trip yeah so i'm gonna do another triathlon and so i'm i'm at a stage in age where i reward myself with physical activity <laughs> because now it helps my health and fitness yeah and you know how i am about leveraging stacking all five stacking. ideas yep. does it help there yep i love it and uh, what you can really take away from this episode it's not just about health and fitness it's not just about money it's not just about relationships it's not just about faith and spirituality it's about setting an event based 
goal. If you have an event that you're working towards, a vacation, so you're paying off your debt, I'm working towards this vacation so that I can have money in the bank, not have to worry about, oh man, my I'm going to come home to just more and more bills and debt. That's fantastic. If you have a triathlon or a 5K or any kind of event for physical activity that you're working towards, if you're trying to lose weight, just train for a 5K. You know, just start training towards something and it's actually going to help you get to the gym because arbitrary goals have arbitrary outcomes. Absolutely. You never know when you achieve your outcome because you never <laughs> you never set a goal. So remember this, event-based goals will help you arrive to the goal at the day of the event. And we'll see you on the next episode of Five Ideas. Five Ideas.